welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only. I am here. If you hear some snoring in the background, that's MJ. As I just put him for a nap, as I do this podcast, um, life is amazing right now, people. Life is amazing. I did wake up a little sick. I will not lie. Um, yeah, I will say that's the one thing I'm I'm not I'm not totally happy with. But uh, now life's good, man. I work tomorrow. There's football tonight. I'm off for the rest of the week. I'm very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, I seen uh, Jonathan Taylor was back at practice. So, um, good news, good news. I still think he gets traded. If he doesn't get traded before the trade deadline, he will definitely get traded um, before this, uh, before next season starts. I, I think this is something. That's uh, it's a relationship that cannot get healed. Um, I mean, it, it possibly could. Like, if if you like, really think about this situation, this this relationship could get healed. It it could. Um, it's gonna take some work, obviously. Um, you know, anything in life, you got to put a little bit of work in, and uh. So that that's going to take a little bit of work, but it can get done. Oh, so last weekend, Canelo Alvarez did defeat uh, Charlo. Excuse me. Um, so good for Canelo. Good for Canelo getting a dominant win. Now he can focus on other things. What those other things are, we'll have to wait and see. Because, you know, we don't know what uh, Canelo's next step is. And in boxing could be, you know, um, there's there's so many contenders, so many guys, um, so it's it's gonna be interesting. And a lot of people are calling him out right now. A lot of people. Uh, so it should be interesting. Sorry, I am a bit tired, people. If you hear the yawning too much, I I do apologize. Don't forget, college basketball does return next month. So do not forget about that. The WNBA uh, finals, Liberty versus the Aces. I told you guys I have Liberty winning this one. I think Liberty won this one in six games. I know uh, the Aces are the favorites, but I got to go with the Liberty. Um, They they start Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Um, And then this will last... If game five, if necessary, this will end October 20th. So, honestly, it shouldn't last that long, but it is. So, um, this should be very interesting to see. Um, So, that's the WNBA for you. We look at the UFC. Um, UFC has, again, later this month, they have a... uh, pay-per-view, which would be UFC 294, Matchev versus Oliveira 2, 
should be very interesting. But, you know, you got the fight nights. You have the Dana White contender series going on right now. Those are some of the things we have right now. Um, Conor McGregor, uh, he had made a comment. I guess uh, he's close to returning. Makchev also is eyeing 170 shot after 155 defense. So he's looking to add another title onto his resume, which he could. I mean, if he beats Oliveira, um, yeah, there, there's a very good chance that we could see this man moving up the scale um, in the weight class and possibly adding another championship. You know, um, he's just that damn good. He's just that damn good. Um, but it'll be interesting. I, that's something I would, I would have interest in seeing, you know, um, I would, you know, I, I very much would enjoy that so much. Um, so, uh, Trying to find it here. Let's see. Let's see if it... Because uh, right now, I'm having a little bit of trouble right now. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Okay. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um. So, the regular season for hockey starts next Tuesday. I know there has been some hockey, like preseason games and stuff like that. Hope you guys are enjoying them. And I've I've seen some of the updates, but you know, playoff baseball right there, you, starting now, and and what the uh, the um, uh, NFL season, it's just a lot. But I I will be keeping an eye on this. Um, so next Tuesday it starts. You have the Blackhawks, Penguins, Predators, Lightning, Kraken, and the Golden Knights. Um, I do have to do my predictions, but those won't drop till next week. I have a little bit, a little bit of time to kind of sit back and really, really analyze who I think could potentially walk away with the Stanley Cup, right? Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I'm, t- I'm taking my time on this. I, I am absolutely one hundred percent taking my time on this. Especially the same thing with the NBA. The same thing with the NBA, people. I, I'm taking my time. I'm not rushing into this because, you know, this this is something you have to think about clearly. Um, you have to make the right decision, you know. So, yeah. As far as the NBA goes, uh, they did have a did they did have a game yesterday. And Abu Dhabi, uh, it was Abu Abu Dhabi games where Timberwolves beat the Mavericks one eleven to ninety nine. Um, you know they're just playing regular season games now, and then you know, uh, the regular season starts October twenty fourth. They're playing preseason games right now, which I probably worked that day, so I won't be able to see these games, but. You know, it's funny. I can I can actually check the fact that I'm just telling you guys this. I can actually check my schedule real quick. So the end of October twenty fourth. Yeah, I, 
I actually I don't work, so I'll be able to catch these games, um, which I'm very excited for. I'm more excited now. You got the Lakers, Lakers and Nuggets, and then you have the uh, the Suns and the Warriors, both big hitter games. Uh, very excited to see LeBron, AD, what they what the Lakers do after losing in the conference championships, uh, getting swept in the conference championship series uh, to this exact team, the Nuggets. And then the Suns and the Warriors, right? The Suns, they got a whole bunch of pieces there. The Warriors are trying to make it back to the NBA Finals. You know, last year, they dealt with some injuries and they struggled. It's going to be interesting to see what they're able to do this year. You know, they got Chris Paul. Will Chris Paul come off the bench? Will he be the point guard? Will Steph move to shooting guard? Like, there's so many possibilities when it comes to this. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, on the other hand, their first game would be Wednesday. They play the Thunder. So it's going to be interesting. You know, Levine, DeMar DeRozan, um, Alonzo Ball is out for the season. Um, I wish they would get a, you know, better point guard. You know, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe White hasn't shown me enough that I can be like, yes, I'm confident in this man to, you know, to lead the wagon while... Uh, Lonzo's away. Um, hopefully, he makes a great recovery. Um, I'm not ruling out a playoff. Alonzo showing up in the playoffs. I'm not ruling that out because who knows? Um, or even later in the season. Um, but they said he was out for the season. So, Kobe White's just going to have to show more. He's going to have to show he can be. A pretty good, solid court, uh, quarterback, uh, point guard. You know, it, it, you're just going to have to do it, you know. And if Bulls want to get to the next level, if things aren't working out, they might have to start getting ready for the future. Does that mean trading Zach and, and DeMar and Vucevic? Not necessarily. You could trade for, you know, one of these... Uh, Point guards, you know, see see what happens. Um, I think this is a team also that, like, the, I know Derrick Rose is with the Memphis Grizzlies now, but I think this is a team that could have absolutely favored by bringing back D. Rose and having that leadership quality, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this NBA season goes for the Chicago Bulls and others. I mean, we uh, I know before I ended the podcast uh, last week, I think I got, got breaking news later on during that day that uh, Damian Lillard was uh, traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, which is uh, that's a huge move. It's, it's, it's huge for the Bucks. It's huge for Dame. It's huge for Giannis. I know he's been wanting something like this. And it's, I, I mean... You got him. You got to enter them in the slot as contenders. Yes, the Celtics are there. Yes, the Sixers are there. Barring the whole Harden situation, um, it it it's a lot, but this is a very, 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 very good team. Believe it or not, and they're gonna be dangerous. Um. We look at baseball, though. So, they had the wild card games. Every team got swept. Yes, they got swept, people. <sighs> so, 
Rangers eliminated the Rays. Twins eliminated the Blue Jays. Diamondbacks eliminated the Brewers. And the Phillies eliminated the Marlins. All right, now, playoffs, the ALDS and the NLDS does not start until Saturday, um, which is very, 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 very exciting. Um, I'm excited as heck for it. Um, I'm, I'm a huge baseball fan. Obviously, my number one sport is football. Absolutely, 100%. I, I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat anything like that, you know, but... Um, But, um, I will say, I will say, people, um, I fucking love baseball, I will say. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Um, so, so as we look at this postseason picture, Twins, Astros, Rangers, Orioles, uh, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Phillies, and the Braves. Um, this is what I'm. This is what I'm going with. I'm going with the Astros to eliminate the Twins. I have the Orioles eliminating the Rangers, which is probably the oddest. Like, nobody on their bingo card had ALDS 2023 Rangers versus the Orioles. Absolutely nobody. Um, but I have the Orioles eliminating, eliminating the Rangers in five games. I have the Astros eliminating the Twin in four games. They they sweep them. Um, Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, I would have to say the Dodgers eliminate the Diamondbacks in five games. And the Phillies eliminate the Braves in seven. So that would be the the Phillies and Dodgers. It'd be the Astros and the Orioles. Um, I would have the Orioles eliminate the Astros in six games. And I would have the Phillies eliminate the Dodgers in six games. And then you have the, the Orioles and the Philadelphia Phillies. And the, um and mind you, I'm not a Phillies fan. I'm a Yankees fan. I would have Orioles versus the Phillies in the World Series with the uh the Phillies winning in six games. Six games, the Phillies win the World Series. That's that's my prediction. I think this year the Phillies. I I mean I said it in the beginning of the season too. I think the Phillies after what happened last year, they have a very good shot at just coming back, getting into the playoffs getting into the World Series, and winning it this time around. I, I want it not only for the city of Philadelphia that I love so much and dear, but also, I excuse me, I love it for Bryce Harper. I remember the year Bryce Harper left the Nationals, he went to the Phillies. That same year he left, that Washington Nationals won the World Series. I want the same thing for Bryce Harper. I want him to be able to go to another team and succeed. Yes, last year he went to the World Series. Yes, the Phillies went to the World Series, but they did not win at all. I want Bryce Harper to be able to put a ring on his finger and say, here, here, take this. I fucking did it. I, that That's what I want for Bryce. So, uh, Hopefully it happens because Bryce Harper is an, he's an amazing dude. I mean, he could have, you know, 
there was a lot of teams that, you know, could have gotten him. And he said, I'm going to go to the Phillies. At that time, the Philadelphia Phillies were not the best team. The Phillies became very good these past two years. But the Philadelphia Phillies were struggling people. And I mean, absolutely struggling. Like, it, no joke. Um, the, this, the ALDS and NLDS should be over by, uh, October 14th. So very exciting people. Very exciting. (laughs) Um, and I'm sorry, it doesn't even go to seven games. I'm used to like the whole basketball setup. Um, I always forget baseball. It's only goes to five games. So there you go. Um, so yeah, that's, I will say though about my Yankees. Yes, they didn't make it to the World Series. They did finish with a winning record, I will say. So good for them, 82 and 80. The one bright spot of, I will say for the Yankees, because not very good this year. We can be real about that. Like Yankees weren't good, you know, they weren't. The one bright spot would be Aaron Judge. 37 home runs, 75 RBIs. You know, he, he didn't play. A, he missed near, uh, He missed some of his games due to a toe injury. Came back. He, he kept doing what he was doing. You know, um, but there's a lot of things that do need to be fixed, obviously, for the Yankees. Um, and hopefully, hopefully those things do get fixed because... Let's be real. They absolutely, 100%, need to be fixed. Like, it's... It it, it needs to. Um, this organi- organization needs a lot of fixing. Um, I mean, Garrett Cole is another bright spot. He was 15-4 and four this year. Um which is absolutely great. Uh, he allowed 20 home runs, 48 walks. He had 222 strikeouts. Um, so, yeah, he allowed 61 earned runs. Like, Garrett Cole was just, you know, he had ERA of 2.63. Um, he he had a, an amazing year. Um, so if Aaron just doesn't win the MVP, if, if uh, Garrett Cole wins Cy Young, That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I would love that for him. I would. All right. Now we move on to college. College football, people. That's right. College football. No Penn State this week, I will say. No Penn State. Um, We look at the rankings. As I look at them right now. Not much moved up. From one to seven, nobody moved up, nobody moved down. But from you know, from when you go from eight to eight and lower, a lot of people did uh, move up or move down. Um, but before we get into the you know who did and who not, who did and who did not, excuse me. Uh, let's talk about week uh, week five, the the results. So Oregon State defeated Utah 21-7 on Friday. 
We've seen Penn State defeat Northwestern 41-13. Pretty slow game at the beginning, but then uh, um, Penn State found their groove defensively, offensively, and, and they, they capitalized. Um, USC defeated Colorado 48-41, a fun game. Once I seen, I knew the Penn State game was over. I, I'm, I changed the channel and I seen the end of that. That was a pretty fun game. Um, Kentucky defeated Florida 33-14. Georgia defeated Auburn 27-20. Michigan defeated Nebraska 45-7. Texas defeated Kansas 40-14. Missouri defeated Vanderbilt. 38-21, Ole Miss defeated LSU, 55-49, a fun freaking game. Oregon defeated Stanford, 42-6. Oklahoma defeated Iowa State, 50-20. Notre Dame defeated Duke, 21-14. Tennessee defeated South Carolina, 41-20. Alabama defeated Mississippi State, 40-17. Washington defeated Arizona, 31-24. And Fresno State defeated Nevada 27-9. We look at week six. Now, well, rankings, of course, first. We look at Georgia. They're still number one. We look at Michigan. They're number two. Texas is three. Uh, Ohio State University is four. Florida State University is five. Penn State University is six. Washington is seven. Oregon's eight. USC is nine. Notre Dame is 10, Alabama is 11, Oklahoma is 12, Washington State, they are 13, North Carolina 14, Oregon State is 15, Ole Miss is 16, Miami is 17, Utah is 18, Duke is 19, Kentucky is 20, Missouri is 21, Tennessee is 22, LSU is 23, Fresno is 24, and Louisville is uh, 25. So that's what we got going on there. Um, as far as the rankings go, now, mind you, Penn State does play Massachusetts, a very bad Massachusetts team, next Saturday at 3.30. Um, but we look at the, uh, the, the games of this week. We got Oklahoma versus Texas, a very fun game at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on ABC. Number 12 ranked Oklahoma versus number three ranked Texas. This is an all-state Red River rivalry. I have Oklahoma winning this one. As good as Texas is, I do have Oklahoma winning. Maryland versus Ohio State. I'd have to go with Ohio State to win this one. LSU versus Missouri, number 23 LSU versus 21, Missouri. I'm going with LSU to win this one. Washington State versus UCLA. I have Washington State winning that one. Um, Virginia Tech versus Florida State. I have Florida State winning that one. Alabama versus Texas A&M. I have Alabama winning that one. Syracuse versus North Carolina. I have North Carolina winning that one. You have number 20th, Kentucky versus number 1, Georgia, I have Georgia winning that one. Michigan versus Minnesota, I have Minnesota. Uh, excuse me. Whoa, not, definitely not. I definitely do not have Minnesota. I have Michigan winning that one. And you have number 10th, Notre Dame versus number 25, Louisville. I have Notre Dame winning that one. Arkansas versus Ole Miss, I have Ole Miss defeating Arkansas. 
Uh, Georgia Tech versus Miami. I have Miami winning that one. Fresno State versus Wyoming. I have Fresno State winning that one. Oregon State versus California. I have Oregon State winning that one. And Arizona versus USC. I have USC winning that one. So that's what we have going on there. Um, let's see. Is Who does Colorado play? As they are not ranked anymore, they're not going to be on that list for now. They play um, <clears throat> Arizona State. So I have Colorado winning that one. They do play Stanford. They play US, UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, and Utah. So they do, they do have some tough matchups. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle those matchups. But uh, I like how they handled the game against uh, <clears throat> USC. I did like that. That It showed some promise after getting spanked by Oregon. They were able to rebound and recover, which I, I liked a lot. I liked that they were able to do, to do that. I do. It was um, a very, 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 very fun thing to do and to see, you know. Um, oof, now we have the NFL to, to end the show. And don't worry. And you're like, oh, we're only 25 minutes in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an hour podcast. This isn't going to be a 40-minute podcast or anything like that. So don't don't worry about that. But um, I'm excited. I know every and again, like going low, going to backtrack to to college real quick. I see some Penn State saying, "Yeah, Penn State shows promise every year," and then you know we play certain teams like Ohio State, Michigan, and then we're just we're flat out garbage. I I listen more than anyone. I can agree. <laughs> I, can't, I can't agree with you guys because it's 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 the truth. Every single year, we start off hot, we start off good, and then we play these these ranked teams like like they like people are saying Ohio State, Michigan, and we just flout out, throw it all away. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case this year. I I don't know something about this Penn. St- Penn State team feels different for me, but until we play the Ohio States, until we play the Michigans, I can't truly tell you guys what what will happen. Yes, have has Ohio, uh, excuse me, has Penn State always had very good defenses? Absolutely, but it's always been the offense, the quarterback. I'm still mad at Sean Clifford. I'm still mad. <laughs> it's it, it's normally always the offense that for some reason, some odd reason. They aren't able to get what they need to get done. And that's always been my headache. That's always been my headache. Um, also, I've seen some things here. Um, I'm a, as I'm looking um on the NFL, um, so for for anybody that has giant giant players on their fantasy teams that are not Saquon Barkley, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Um. I, I just I, I 
I'll talk about it now. <sighs> Daniel Jones needs to be benched. Like, I, I get, like, your offensive line isn't the greatest. But at some point, we have to hold the quarterback accountable as well. Like, this isn't Daniel Jones's rookie or second or third year. Like, he's been the Giants' starting quarterback for a few years already. I want to say five we talking, we talking five years, five years, five, six years. I don't think it's six years, but I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say it's been five years. Um, I don't know. I don't think him and Jalen were in the same draft. He got, no, he was, he came out a year before. So he was drafted in 2019 people. 2019. We're heading into 2024. Let that sink in. So we are talking about this man has been in the league since 2019. It's terrible. It's terrible. So that's, so that would be 21. So what? Yeah, like five years. I want to say, and then they signed them. On a on a huge deal when they could have paid somebody like Saquon, they could have got a, a a cheap quarterback out of the draft or whatever. I mean, they they had they were in position to get a quarterback, but they didn't. They didn't, you know. Um, it's some some of the things you have to look at. Some of the things you have to look at, man. You just have to, you know. Um. It's, it's time. If if he keeps this up right now, he's he has a rating of sixty nine point seven. He's two pass touchdowns, six pass interceptions. He's thrown for seven hundred and sixty five yards. Um, and trust me, um, this isn't to hate on the guy Daniel Jones. This, not at all. I don't want to hate on him. I don't. But the Giants are not good right now, and they they have the weapon weapons to be good. Like, we, 68 completion percentage. He had a quarterback rating of 37. Um, you know, so it, not necessarily terrible as as far as completion percentage. But, like, you keep turning the ball over. Like, eventually, that's going to get to you. He's been, he's been in the league for five years. Um... I can say the only the only good year he's had was his rookie year where he showed a promise. Other than that, I mean last year was was good. Last year I'm not gonna lie, last year was good, but mainly because of Saquon. Because you didn't put your quarterback in a position where he had a fail until he played the Eagles in the playoff game. It's that Dak Prescott effect. And I'll explain to you why. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it in a little bit. So, he does have only one fumble this year. In his rookie year, he has six fumbles. So far, he only has one fumble. So, has seven turnovers in total. 
something has to change. Let's be real. Something does absolutely 100, 100% has to change. They have to change something up. This continues, like I said, over the next few weeks, you may have to change your quarterback. I know you just paid him, but I would have given him a one-year deal. Or franchise tag him. Say, hey, you know what? You're going to have to work for this. We didn't see enough last year. Yes, you took you got us into the playoffs and stuff like that. But we got to see more. It's just what it is. We look at week four, right? We look at week four. Um, oh, wait. Before before I, I talk about week four, actually, there were some, some trades and some news that happened. So let me let me get this. Let me get this clear. Um, so the Chargers traded J.C. Jackson to the Patriots. He's a former Patriots himself. Um, Jadarius White is out for the season with a torn Achilles. Um, let's see. What else is there to talk about? Like I said, J.C. Jackson got traded. Uh, Christian Gonzalez is out for the season. He um he with the torn labrum, so that's what we have going on there. Um yeah yeah people. All right now we can talk about week four. Um so we had Thursday night football Lions Packers Lions beat the Packers thirty four to twenty. Um we move on to Sunday we seen the Jaguars defeat the Falcons twenty three to seven. I believe that game was in London. Uh, the Bills defeated the Dolphins 48-20. to I was very surprised by this, that it wasn't a closer game. I thought Dolphins, you know, it, they would keep it close. I thought the Bills would obviously win, but I thought this game would be a lot closer than it actually was. And uh, this is something the, the Dolphins are going to have to work on because they're going to face tougher competition. So it's going to be, and when... The opposing team can game plan how the Bills game planned. What are you What are you gonna do to not fall into this hole of losing? How you lost? The Broncos defeated the Bears thirty one to twenty eight. The Bears had a twenty eight seven lead that let the Broncos come back. Broncos win it thirty one to twenty eight. Not good for Justin Fields and company. This is something that's going to have to be worked on. Let's be real. Ravens defeated the Browns 28-3. There was a report that came out that Deshaun Watson was cleared to play, but he did not want to play. Not a good sign. Not a good look for Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland boys. Um, not good. Not good. You don't want to see that. You don't want to see that your franchise quarterback was cleared to play, but he said, nah, I'm not going to play. You don't do that. I'm sorry. You just don't. Last week, I gave Deshaun praise. This week, I got to give you hate. It, as, as, as a podcaster, you know, as a guy that loves the game and loves, all, you know, I'm analyzing and doing all this. That's something you don't want to see. And it's not like a, a reporter threw it out there. No, somebody from the Browns threw this out there for the media to have a field day with. Let that sink in. Texas defeated the Steelers 30-6. Kenny Pickett got injured in this game, um, but this game was over by the time he had left. Um, CJ Stroud, man, he's balling, balling right now. 
love what the kid's doing. He looks like he is ready. That's what he looks like. Like he is absolutely ready. Um, Vikings defeated the Panthers 27-13. For a second there, I thought the Panthers were going to win. And thank goodness Vikings finally got their first win of the season. It has not looked good for the Vikings at all. Panthers, you can be like, okay, that's fine. We're not there yet. We have a rookie quarterback. We have a young team. We'll get there eventually. But Vikings on the other hand, you got to start racking up these wins and fast. The Rams defeated the Colts in overtime 29-23. to Colts look good. They look like a good young team that they have some fire in them. Anthony Richardson struggled passing the ball. But as a young quarterback, you're going to struggle. There's going to be times where you struggle, and that's okay. It's okay. Um, Buccaneers versus Saints. The Buccaneers defeated the Saints 26-9. Bounce back game for the Buccaneers as they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football uh, the week before. Um, so good game for them. You know, we've seen Derek Carr. He played. Um, don't know what his, his status is going to be. I know he was his shoulder was limited. Um, I know he's done with some sort of injury, shoulder injury. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if he plays this week. Um, the uh, the Titans defeated the Bengals twenty seven to three. Bengals they just got it. They got to do better. I know Joe Burrow is dealing with injury and, and whatnot, but Joe has to be better. The Bengals overall just have to be better. You have to win these games. You cannot get destroyed how you've been getting destroyed. You barely beat the Rams last week. This week, you got stomped by the Titans. What's next? I don't want to say that the Bengals are done. But if they don't get this going fast, yeah, they're done. Chargers defeated the Raiders 24-17. to It's always a close game between these two teams. Um, but there was no Jimmy Garoppolo as he's dealing with some sort of injury. Um, Justin Herbert did struggle, but the Chargers won. The Chargers won. Mike Williams is out for the season. That is the sad part, but, hey, Chargers won. Khalil Mack did have six, six sacks, though, I will say. Not good. Not looking good for that Chargers offensive line. Cowboys defeated the Patriots 38-3. I know they benched uh, Mac Jones. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens as we get closer to game day and stuff like that. Mac Jones did not have a good day at all. Cowboys defense did, on the other hand. This is the thing, people. Um, you know, Cowboys fans are all, yay, we won, we won, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> look, you can win. The Cowboys are unlimited. They can win as many games as they want. But like the Daniel Jones situation, as long as you don't have your quarterback, as long as your quarterback doesn't have to win the game for you against a really tough opponent, you should be all right. Yes, Dak's going to win some of them. But he will not win the important ones, the big ones. It's just not going to happen. 
So I go for the Cowboys for winning a dominant game. They needed this win after losing to the Cardinals last week. Uh, the 49ers did beat the Cardinals. It was close for a minute, but then the, the Niners pulled. Just uh, went crazy. McCaffrey scored four touchdowns. McCaffrey's having a huge season right now. Um, good for him. Brock Purdy doesn't have to do too much. He had one incompletion. But it is going to be interesting to see when Brock Purdy does get put into that situation where he has to win the game for the 49ers. How he responds to it. He hasn't been put in that situation yet this season after that injury. So it's going to be very interesting to see when he has to be put into that situation. Um, then you have Sunday Night Football. You have the Chiefs defeat the Jets 23-20. to uh, very close game, controversial call at the end, obviously, whatever. Um, Patrick Mahomes struggled a bit, but the Chiefs pulled out the victory, as defending champions usually do. They figure a way to win these tough road close games. Um, also, Monday Night Football, again, we're just talking about Daniel Jones and how he needs to to do better. He has, he needs to do. He needs to be better. Um, Seahawks defeated the Giants twenty four to three. The Seahawks were all over it. They were all over it. Um, Gino didn't have to do too much. You know he did get injured in this game, but he came back and played uh, again. Daniel Jones two interceptions. Um, Obviously, they're missing a little bit of Saquon, but uh, they were even if Saquon was playing, they were not winning this game. Se- Seahawks, they they would have won this one. Drew Locke had had a few plays in there when uh, uh, Geno had gotten hurt, and um, he looked okay. He looked he looked he looked decent. You know, um, we seen Jamal Adams frustrated because he did get injured early in that game, which was uh. It was definitely tough to see that because it was his first game back. Very, very, very uh, sad. All right. Uh, let's look at week five now, right? Week five. Week five, but before we do power rankings, at number five, I would go. All right. Let's 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 look at this, people. So at number five, I, I would go Chiefs, I think. Chiefs need need to be a lot better if they want to win another Super Bowl. But you don't have to play your best ball yet. You got December, January, February. Um, but I'd go Chiefs 5. I would go... I would go Eagles 4. I would go Eagles 4. I would say... No, I would say Ravens 4. Eagles 3. I would go uh Bills to Niners one. That that's what I would go with. In my in, in my from what I've been seeing, that's what I would go with. Um all right, tonight, Thursday night football, we have the Chicago Bears visiting the Washington Commanders. Washington oh wait. Sorry, I apologize, guys. I forgot one game. The Philadelphia Eagles did defeat the Washington Commanders 34-31 in overtime. Um, Jake Elliott hit a 54-yard field goal to give the Eagles a win. Um, this was a, a very fun game. 
I will say. Um, Sam Howell was 29 for 41, 290 yards, one touchdown. Jalen Hurts was 25 for 37, 319 yards, and two touchdowns. Brian Robinson Jr. had 14 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. DeAndre Swift had 14 carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown. A.J. Brown, nine receptions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Terry McLaurin had eight receptions and 86 yards. It was a very fun game. No turnovers from either team. Uh, Washington had 26 first downs. Eagles had 23. Washington had the time of possession at 35. Eagles had 30. Um, total yards, Washington had 365. The Eagles had 415. Um, we look at uh, look at that whole, you know, bit and, and situation. It was a pretty fun game. It was a pretty fun game. You never want to see games that close, but that's what you get sometimes. Uh, Washington ran for a, a total of 107 yards. Um, Sam Howell got sacked five times. He had a quarterback rating of 68.9 and a rating of 98. I love uh, Sam Howell in college. I'm, I'm happy he's getting the opportunity to shine. And so far, he's been doing good, man. He's, I'd, I'd give him a B- minus right now. Um, uh, let's see. Brian Robinson did fumble. So did uh, Sam Howell. But they, the Eagles didn't recover. So that was the good part. Um, as far as, uh, the, the Eagles go, uh, again, I said, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts got sacked three times, had a quarterback rating of 69, had a rating of 112. He had a completion percentage of 67. Very good game for Jalen Hurts. This was like, so far this season, his best game. He played really, really good. Um, the Eagles ran for 104 total yards. Jalen Hurts had nine carries for 34 yards. Um, Devontae Smith had seven receptions, 78 yards. He had a pretty good game as well. Um, we'd love to see the, uh, Dallas Goddard get more, more involved. Uh, hopefully, eventually, we will. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Gainwell did uh, fumble, but they did not lose the ball. Uh, Zach Kenny, Cunningham, Nicholas Morrow, they led the charge. 13 tackles for Zach. 11 for Nicholas. Um, Darius Slay had 11 as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a pretty fun game. Like I said, they had five sacks. Um, Nicholas Morrow had three of them. Joshua had one, and then Hassan Reddick had one. So a pretty fun game. Um, enjoying the Brandon Mann experiment, by the way, as well. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was a close game, uh, too close to my comfort, but I'm happy that the Eagles, because Washington had gotten the ball to start overtime. I was like, if they score a touchdown, it's over. They didn't score a touchdown. Eagles were able to, you know, get the ball back. A bad punt from Washington at that, first of all. Let's talk about that. And then um, the Eagles need to go about 25 yards to just get into field goal range. They get into field goal range after a bad throw by Jalen Hurts while he was in the pocket. No bot, no receiver. Um, but he fixed it, passing it to Devontae, get a few extra yards, kick the 54-yarder, and the Eagles win. Look at uh, 
We look at week five now. Now we can look at week five. <laughs> Thursday night football. Chicago Bears are visiting the Washington Commanders. This is a game that both teams need to win, especially Washington being in that division. Yeah, you could get in through wild card, even though even if you don't win the division. But you still want to aim for it. You still want to aim for it. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Washington wins this one, but it wouldn't surprise me if this is a game where Justin Fields just goes off and leads the Bears to a victory. One of the few victories they'll have this year. Uh, Jaquan Brisker is questionable. Eddie Jackson, safety is out. Jalen Johnson, cornerback, is out. And Chase Claypool is out. For the Washington Commanders, Chris Rodriguez Jr., the running back, is out. Um, I mean, the Bears do put up a lot of points. It's just about being able to capitalize and score. And get, you know, do the right things. Do the right things. But I got Washington winning this one. A close game, I will say. A close game. Then Sunday, you have the Jaguars and the Bills at 9.30 a.m. International Series game. I have the Bills defeating the Jaguars. Titans and the Colts at 1 o'clock on CBS. I have the the Colts defeating the Titans. Saints versus Patriots at 1 o'clock p.m. on CBS. I have the Patriots defeating the Saints. Ravens and the Steelers on CBS at 1 o'clock. I have the Steelers defeating the Ravens. Texans and the Falcons at 1 o'clock on Fox. I have the Texans defeating the Falcons. Panthers versus the Lions at 1 o'clock on Fox. I have the Lions defeating the Panthers. Um, also at 1 o'clock. I have the uh, the Dolphins defeating the Giants um, at four oh five on Fox. I have the Bengals defeating the Cardinals at four twenty five p.m. on CBS. I have the Jets defeating the Broncos at four twenty five p.m. on CBS. I have the Chiefs defeating the Vikings. Hopefully, this is a a fun game between two teams and. It goes down down to the wire. This could be a turnaround game for the Vikings like it was last year when it was the Vikings and the Bills. Hopefully we get something like that again. Sunday Night Football, you have the Cowboys and the Niners. I have the Niners winning this one, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Cowboys did pick up this victory. This is a victory the Cowboys much, much need. Monday Night Football, Packers and the Raiders. I have the Packers defeating the Raiders. I know... For some reason, Raiders are one-point favorites Monday, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC ESPN. Yeah, Packers are going to win this one, people. Let's let's be real. Let's be real about this. Um, and then Eagles and the Rams. Eagles have to visit L.A. at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Ladies and gentlemen, as the Eagles look to continue... They're unbeaten start. They're, they have a 55% chance, basically 56, of winning this game. You got Jalen Hurts versus Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been struggling a, a bit this season with the turnovers, just like every year. He usually does have problems with the turnovers, uh, but they do have a stud wide receiver, and Cooper Cup might be returning this week. So that should be interesting to see if he does return. Sidney Brown is questionable. Nicobe Dean is still on IR. 
Marlon Tullipolotu is questionable. Britton Covey is questionable. Fletcher Cox is out. Cooper Cup is on IR. He could return, though. Uh, this Swan Johnson defensive end is questionable. Joe Noteboom offensive tackle is questionable. Ben Skulronek is questionable. Christian Rose Boom is questionable. These are wide receivers, linebackers, offensive tackle, DN. So both teams do put up a lot of a lot of yards. Eagles allow more yards though through the air though. They're they're defending that run really, really good this year. The Rams, on the other hand, they don't allow a lot of pass yards, but they do allow over a hundred rush yards. They allow about 194 pass yards. Um, so uh, this this should be interesting to see. This should be very interesting. Um, so both top tier offensive teams defenses are struggling. You can you can say that. <laughs> um, but I got the Eagles winning this one. Um, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are able to beat the LA Rams. I I you know I don't think the Rams are as good as they once were. You know, Matthew Stafford has to look to not turn this ball over. Because if you do it against the Philadelphia Eagles, with the Rams' defense that isn't top tier like it once was a few years ago, the Rams could put themselves in a hole. Not yet. They could, they could get the yards. They could get the points. Cool. But you cannot turn the ball over. Matthew Stafford, whatever you do, you cannot fumble. You cannot throw an interception. You cannot against this Eagles team. They will make you pay 100%. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they game plan against this Eagles defense. Yes, there's no Fletcher Cox, but that's why the Eagles have great depth. Fletcher Cox will be available next week, though. He's just having some back pain and stuff like that. Um, but this is something that's going to have to be worked on. If the Ram- If the Rams want to win this game, if they want to win this game, these are some of the things they have to clean up. They have to be better on defense, and they cannot allow turnovers. That's it. For the Eagles, on the other hand, they have to commit the turnovers. They have to get the sacks, add pressure to Matthew Stafford to make mistakes. If Cooper Cup plays, now instead of one one wide receiver, now you have to worry about two. They did add Bradley. Uh, I want I want to make sure I get his name right. Um, but they let go of Kyron Johnson, and they added Bradley Roby to their squad. Um, I'm assuming he's going to be the new slot. Josh Job has been struggling, so I'm happy they did they did bring somebody in for the slot, and you can move James Bradbury out to help with, help Darius Slay. That's going to be a, a a key thing. That's a key thing right now. And I love it. I love the move. I love the move. Um, but, uh, you know, as Avante most likely will be out for the rest of the season, um, this is this is huge for the Eagles. The huge thing is staying healthy. Staying healthy, keeping the main thing the main thing, like Jalen Hurts always says. Um, I think the key to this is also uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, the past two games, Jalen Hurts has been on it. First against the Buccaneers, he threw for over 200 yards. Against against Washington, he threw for over 300. I mean, you got to keep the 
you know, as long as Jalen, I think you're good as long as Jalen Hurts can average over 200, between 200, 300, or look, over 200, 300 total yards or more. Um, and then if that run game can get going, you're good. The Philadelphia Eagles will be okay. Um, you know, they usually average, you know, between 300, 400 total yards in a game. So if you're, I mean, if the Eagles can do that and they can contain the Rams offense, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game. Um, I don't think it's going to be a dominant win. I think it kind of be like the Buck, not the Buccaneers one, the Vikings game, kind of like that situation. I could see something like that where they just keep fighting, fighting to get back in the game, but it's too kind of too late. I think we see something like that. So I say Eagles 37. I say Eagles 37, and I'll say the Rams get 28. Mm, or 30. I'll say 31. 31. They get 31 points. 31 points. Um, and look, I mean, it's going to be like that for a bit because Eagles are playing some really tough teams as, you know, as the season goes, we're we're gonna hit, hit the rough stretch now, and we're gonna see what kind of team the Philadelphia Eagles really are, because they have to play some really really good tough teams, and which is fine. You, in the NFL, you're not always gonna have the easiest schedule every single year. You're gonna have teams like the Bills and the Rams and the, and the Jets if they had Aaron Rodgers, but the Jets still have a good defense. Um, the Dolphins. Like I said, the Bills, the Chiefs, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Like you're going to play these tough teams. What are you going to do when you play these tough teams? That That's the most important thing of them all. What are you able and what are you going to do to make sure that your team stays on top? You got to You have to. You 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 absolutely one hundred percent have to. So it's going to be very interesting. I'm excited. Um, I think Jalen Hurst does have another big game. I think this is what I wanted to see from Jalen Hurst this year. My, uh, one or two things on an every week basis. If if you throw for two hundred three hundred yards every week, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see these 100 pass yard games. No, no, no. Give me 200, 300 yards a game. If you could do that, that's fine. I would love for Jalen to have 30 pass touchdowns, you know, 10 rushing touchdowns, you know, him throwing for 4,000 yards this season and him winning the MVP. Absolutely. I would I would love that. Will that happen? I'd, I don't know. I don't know. We will have to wait and see because there's other good quarterbacks like Josh Allen, the Patrick Mahomes, the Tua's. You know, there's a lot of... A lot of good guys out there. A lot of good guys. Do I? But my prediction is Jalen Hurts will win the MVP this year. He will absolutely do it. Um, but there's a lot of good teams out there right now. And that's what was going to be in the beginning of the season. You're like, oof. They're good. Yeah, okay. Right now, let's wait to the middle, to the end of the season. Right? When the playoffs come, let's see, let's see who's really good. Because, cool, like, Cool, like this team's good right now. But what if they don't make the playoffs? They weren't really that good. They they showed promise for the future, but they're not in the playoffs. You so you have to you have to take that into consideration. That's what I try to tell a lot of people too. Like you just you have to think about a lot of these things. So take that into consideration, people.
Like the Colts, I don't think the Colts are going to make the playoffs, but I think they're showing a lot of promise, you know. Um, and it's a great fucking promise. My favorite play of the uh, of the Eagles game, I will say, was Jalen Hurts passing it to A.J. Brown to take the 31-24 lead um, with like a minute and 30 left or something like that. But the emotion from Jalen Hurts, the emotion from A.J. Brown, even though that ended up giving him a penalty, I loved it. And Jalen Hurts walking to his wide receiver and saying, I told you, I got you. This is what we do. That's what it's all about, people. That's what it's all about. I love that. I love that. As a fan, you love to see that. Why not, right? Why not? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast. This is where I depart. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I love doing this each and every single week with you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the chosen one, the father, the son, the husband, three, two, one, the podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports. Sports Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.